0: You, your question about stoning. Uh, so I'm it, really. It's not stoning. Actually, my question is. Is a general question. Uh, are, are there? Are there? Uh, my perception is that there are. There are rules in the Torah, or uh-huh. guide, guidelines rules actually in the Torah that are being interpreted in a different way today because because my claim would be because the society will not accept that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and for example, the you're using. Would be, then are do the rabbis find a way to bend the rules mm-hmm. to, to flow with the society mm-hmm. so uh, and for example the example that you're giving uh, is is the back that they used to stone kids and now they don't now because it's became politically incorrect, incorrect to stone kids right we don't stone them anymore we just you we, we just stop to stone <laughs> yes okay so um we, we buy them an, an yes um, yeah. so like this um, i think that actually the opposite is true and actually, the exact opposite. First of all, with regards to stoning kids, you're talking from the uh, about the part, portion of the Torah, the beginning of uh, Parshas T. C in Deuteronomy, uh, that talks about um, that you'll have a child, that the child be a wayward and rebellious child, yeah. ben soreh moreh right. doesn't listen to his parents, he eats a certain amount of meat and he drinks a certain amount of wine, and they stone him, right? First they lash him, they give him stone, they stone him, right? So that's um, a very fascinating uh, part of the Torah. And it's, the reason why it's doubly fascinating is because the Talmud, right? Talmud says that this portion of Torah was never actually applied. Never actually happened. No, There was never someone who actually fulfilled all the qualifications to be considered a ben Sora morah. Mar- it, be it has to be a child with a very small window uh, in, in his life. he has to be between 13 and 13 and 3 months. Very short amount of time. He has to do a very, very, very strange amount of things that he has to do. Um, he has to eat like a, a certain amount of, of partially cooked meat and a certain amount of wine. He's eaten together in a weird place. It's a very it's a it's very it's very it's lots of qualifications. Very very unlikely it happened so much so that the Talmud says that it never happened and it never was going to happen. Lo haya v'lo asid It never happened. And never, it never and never was going to happen. It's it's almost impossible to even do it physically to eat that amount of meat and the wine altogether. So why so why does the Torah tell us about it? for Learn it and get and get reward. So that's the, that's the the, the, the uh, in Sanhedrin 70, um, 70 or seventy one a. It says that three three parts of the Torah. It says that that, that never happened. That ne- never happened. But why, so why is why it to to learn and to and to uh, and to gain credit? Study it and gain credit. Study it for the merit of studying. And there is a a, a, a big doctor doctor who lives in Houston. By the name of Dr. Harvey Rosenstock, and he is a very famous or very um, uh, a a very uh, claimed prominent psychiatrist, and he wrote an article about this. Uh, you know all the different rules of of a more of a way of a rebellious child showing all the lessons and the, you know from a psychological perspective, of and, and there are lessons to be learned that are in, in, not in the practical sense, right? So that so that's the example. In, in no, they never stone children, not then and not today. That 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 specific example that you brought is um, is is something that which uh, which which was actually which which incidentally was never practiced. But so what your about, question was what huh? about the gathering of firewood on Shabbat. Yes, well, that's even in the Torah. The Torah, the guy gathered the firewood in and Shabbat, and they, and they killed him. That was something that, that, that they did practice. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't be accepted today. Well, that wouldn't be accepted today, but not if, because today people don't understand the value of Shabbat. People don't recognize why it's so crucial, and 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 uh, and, um, and therefore, and well, when, like we talked about last week, when the temple is going to be reinstituted, people don't understand why Shabbat is that important. And Yes, the, the Jewish court of law will be reinstated, but I want what I when I, I when I said originally to begin my point was that um, essentially the opposite because uh, two thousand years ago um, the value of human life uh, was not what it is today. Today we value the idea all men are created equal, um, every life is precious. You know everyone. You know uh, people have natural uh, God-given rights. You know, to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. These are Jewish ideals that were practiced for years and years and years. Uh, specifically, the Jews were the ones who were different than everyone else, and they. And today, we're, we're, today, modern society has finally come around to accepting the Jewish principles. Uh, and it, for example, the Ro, the Romans had absolutely no value for Jewish life, and the Jews were a small group, small small group in the Roman Empire, and the Jews were the ones who had such a Crazy value for ju- for human life, and, and the Romans are like, what do you mean? If a child is born with any sort of defect, of course you kill them. It's a moral, morally correct thing to do to kill them. Of course, the child is the child is defective, right? For sure, you kill them, and for sure, it makes so much sense that if someone's a petty criminal, you know, they 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 stole, you know, they stole they stole some anything. Of course, you feed them to the lions. You want to have criminals in our midst? <laughs> Right, that was the prevailing in the most cultural of all societies of civilizations. That was what they considered to be moral. Now, the rest of humanity has come around to, to seeing the way things we have seen it. As to um, us um, uh, or the Jewish people modifying the Torah uh, to uh, to their needs, that's a very um, it'll be very warped. If someone if the, the attitude that we have in in the in the, schol- the Torah scholarly world is that you your only goal is find out what's true only thing you care about is what, what what does it say what's true don't modify it you it's, it's the most perverted of all things to do is to try to say, "Oh, this is what I believe, and i 'm going to try to fit it into the torah that, that That's perversion and that's wrong. Is it possible that there were some rabbis over the years who were like that? Yes, it's possible, but we we know we, we haven't we haven't found any of the leading rabbis to be like that um, there were people that were exposed as being frauds, but not not halachic people. Uh, generally, it was more um, you know we had the Shabtai fees of the world, and the people that were exposed to be frauds. Uh, but generally, uh, for sure, in the upper echelons of the people making the halachic decisions, they were people who cared about only one thing: what's true, what does the Torah really want, how do we apply it to today to today's situation. So if you ask me, you ask me, and I'll and uh, what what is it? What's going to happen when the Jewish court of law is be reinstituted to someone who collects uh, wood on Shabbat? I believe that despite what we... I think that people will recognize the value of Shabbat, but this will be punishable by capital crime. I absolutely believe it. And I don't think that... uh, I think that you ask anyone uh, who accepts the Torah to be true... Um, that 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 they'll that they'll that they'll say that they'll be honest enough to say that yeah that's what's going to happen um, so society today doesn't understand it uh, they will understand it sooner sooner rather than later they'll understand it and they'll, and they'll value it as well but uh, but Basically you're saying that there is no bending of the torah rules to no I, I said i said it's a very perverted thing it's 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 the, it's the most it's the most unethical of of, of things to do because we're not, trying to figure out, we're not trying to make up our own information. We're not, we're, we, we don't have a say. This is, we, we, what we're claiming is that we have the will of God. That's what we're claiming to be. We have the word of God, the written word of God, and the will of God. If There could be nothing worse than me to try to impose my will. And say, oh, this, what I want, I'm going to push my agenda. What do you mean? We're, we're dealing with the word, the word of the will of God. Creator of heaven and earth. That, that's what we're dealing with. For me to push my own agenda is the most pervertible of all things. Is it possible that our people would do it? Yes, I believe that our people would do it. But what I would, what, what 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 we haven't found that any of the people in the in the halachic decision makers to be perverted.